مبتعدا محاولة لمصلحة ليفربول وصلت بهدف جول جول مرة أخرى الأسمراني يسجل يضرب يضع الكرة في المرمى ساديو ماني ليفربول ليس ب... Born offside. It's a podcast and you're listening to it. If you're new to the show, don't bother listening to the back catalogue, it's horrible. Unless you like the same joke about waffles over and over again. Welcome to the Born Offside podcast, uh, the podcast that dedicates itself to life, love and football. And uh, actually, there's not much life or love, really. It's just all about football, isn't it, really? So um, uh, uh, with, with the, welcome uh, to it's pretty much episode three. First and foremost, we're going to cut straight off to we've got Jurgen Klinsmann after their 4-0 drubbing of West Ham uh, last night. Uh, Jurgen, uh, impressive performance, great goals. It must be fantastic to see Mo Salah back in scoring ways. How, how, do, you, how do you think? What do you think of it? Yeah, yeah, it's good. Yeah, but I am Jurgen Klopp, not Jurgen Klinsmann. Sorry, sorry. I do make this mistake on on quite a few occasions. I think I spoke, probably spoke to Klinsman the other day and called him Cloppy. Uh, um, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> Mo Mo's back. Mo's yeah. back. Mo is back. Yeah. Klopp is back. Klinsman, no one knows where he is. World Cup, he disappear. But Mo is back. Yeah. Oh, ah, yeah. Boom. <laughs> yeah. Goal. Loved it. And, and and the game. It's lovely to have you back as well, uh, Jürgen. Um, and 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 the game uh, progressed uh, pretty much from Mo's opener. Uh, how did you uh, How did you take it? Yeah. So after the opener from Mo, yeah, there were two goals. Both of them for Mane. Boom. First goal. Second goal is very far offside. But again, is is only one word to describe. I think you know what it is. Yeah. 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 Boom. Is it boom? Three. Yes. Boom. Yes. Yeah, 3-0. It's unbelievable. And then a cameo uh, for Daniel Sturridge as well. Yeah, the fans, yeah, they sing 4-0, even Sturridge score. Boom! Loved it. Ha! Ha! Boom! <laughs> a great. Jürgen. And Jürgen? Your, 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 uh, oh, he's left. <laughs> All right. Well, that was uh, Jürgen Klopp uh, uh, and uh, not Jürgen Klinsmann, as apparently I called him at the beginning. I don't even remember mate, doing that. Mate, I don't uh, think he's going to come back if you called him by the wrong name. <laughs> Probably not. How many <laughs> other famous Jurgens are there? Your uh, your Jorgi Low. <laughs> that's cheating, isn't Jürgen it? Low. No, that's cheating. <laughs> and anyway, right. mate, we shouldn't talk about Jorgi Low because Germany are out. Germany are out. Just put that in there, would you? Every <laughs> week. <laughs> Oh, mate, it is. We are here for the uh, the review of the first uh, uh, weekend of the Premier League. It's back, mate. It's back. It is indeed back. Um, mate, I, I'm, I think I've still got a World Cup hangover, mate. You probably do. Uh, oh, um, it's 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 kind of weird because it's just so fast after it. I'm sure other World Cups give us a little bit more of a more of a breather, don't they? As well to kind of well, build ourselves up towards the Premier League. But this there's one, that, honestly, there's like, that, 
there's that and it's just like the whole change of atmosphere like the world cup is this big football christmas we called it football christmas football christmas party thing that happens and and we had iranian fellows we'd never heard of doing somersaults and then thinking better of it and then not making not making shakira's husband and like putin was in the stands and macron was and and england were good at football and, Ma- and maradona was flipping the birds and maradona uh, yeah. was flipping the birds of people <laughs> and slabhead and deli ali were, were racing unicorns in the pool and there were people dressed in waistcoats and peru mate peru <laughs> it oh. was it was it was and a carnival very serious it's very serious again. It's the pinnacle of football. It's the best of the best. And like, you've got to respect Guardiola, but it, I know it's kind of like going to a party where everyone's doing drugs and having fun and no one really cares. And then like, it's going back to school again. And, <laughs> and like Pep's there in his gray, gray jumper going, you have to play with courage. It's like, Pep, I don't want to play with courage. It's still August. I'm thinking about the World Cup. Can't we just have a kick around? Like it's, I know it's. I, I need. I need some big, pivotal match, crazy kind of killer thing to get really back into it. For me now, it's still a bit surreal. Really, like it feels mm. a bit too early. It, it's. It. Uh, yeah. I, I think I'm. I'm. I'm with you uh, as well. It's. It has been a little bit of a weird one. And. And you know what? For for all the the giddiness that I uh, portrayed uh, during last week's uh, um, uh, podcast in the build up to to bringing up and, and coming over to, to this podcast and, and to the first weekend, I must admit, I was a bit bored. Uh, I hate to say this. I was, uh, I was a little bit bored. So um, uh, look, if, if we're going to go straight into these, uh, into, into the matches and, and sort of have a little look at it, I uh, was able to watch um, three uh, full matches successfully, two of which I was, I, I was bored uh, through. And the other one, which I thought was, was interesting and was exciting. Uh, and, and we'll, yeah, yeah, we'll cover that. Yeah, yeah, we will. The the thing is with these games is they're not in, as important as a world like because a World Cup, right? You have match three group stages, and then if you go all the way, you got so it's seven games. So mm. that entire tournament, even for the best team, is compressed into seven games. So it, so it's like imagine all of the importance of the Premier League condensed into seven, but mm. the Premier League is thirty eight games. So these games are roughly, I don't know a quarter is as important if, if even <laughs> that and it's just and i don't know it's and just we need to we need to build it back up again right we need it's, it's true it's true yeah and, and and it's like with with some of the even with some world cups as well you you do have the odd occasional sort of you know dead rubber or, or you have like you know the first game for you know and there's two like really you know not very good teams or something or you know there, there, there can be in the group stages some matches in, in particular uh, which you know you wouldn't you would ne- if you had to wake up to watch it you just never you know you, you couldn't get people paying you to uh, uh to wake up to watch the match um but this last world cup was so exciting uh yeah. compared to so many of the so many of the other ones that it, you're right it almost makes this one uh, you know the premier league suddenly a little bit flat you know it's uh you know dare we say it maybe we just you know we, we have been spoiled and we just have to uh, uh get back into it again because we know how how wonderful the premier league is and uh oh, we and going on and we will yeah yeah for we sure will. Well, we need we need we'll, we'll have a moment like i don't know we almost need like cavani scoring with his face or i know <laughs> something like that to happen suarez to kick off i know maybe the champions league to come back 
you know, someone to do something and then, then we'll be settled in and we'll be in it and we'll be rocking and we'll be rolling. But for right. a while, it's going to be. So well, maybe we have, we have had a few. Yeah, we have had, we have had a few mo- moments uh, already of, of, of benign <laughs> and b- banality, general banality, which have been, you know, so, uh, so we'll be able to, uh, uh, to get into those. I watched um, uh, Newcastle versus Tottenham. No, let's um, not talk about that. Boring. Uh, boring. I was, I was bored. The first 15 minutes, uh, there was three goals scored in the first 15, 17 minutes or something. And I thought, okay, but even during those 17 minutes, I was still a bit bored. You know, I still thought, you know, it's a bit boring. We'll get into, in, into the, the meat and two veg on, on that one uh, in, in a sec. But uh, boring. I thought it was boring. Um, the next match, of course, I watched was uh, uh, my very own Southampton versus Burnley. Boring. Definitely boring. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but the other match, which I thought was exciting, and I did man- manage to uh, to watch, was Wolves versus Everton, and uh, and I I was I, I thought that was great. That did have a little bit of, uh, you know, uh, that that was a, a a great match, a wonderful match for uh, uh, um, uh, for the neutral for sure, uh, uh, but also for me with such vested Portuguese interest as well. Uh, um, oh, you know, they're going to be managers. your second team, aren't they? Well, they're going to be your second team this year. They are, aren't they? It's they had five Portuguese players playing uh, uh, in there, and both managers on both sides were Portuguese. So we know the way um, into his art. Portuguese (laughs) players on the pitch. That's the way. Mate, let's. I think we should start with with Manchester City versus Arsenal because, of course, that's the big one, uh, uh, the massive game and um, the, the the game that uh, you know was was wet in everyone's lips. Uh, I don't know how you wet people's lips. Are oh, you just you, with you, the tongue? With your tongue. Okay. Can you wet them any other way? Oh, you could do. Oh, well, you can. But it's, <laughs> it's the easiest way. Oh, okay. No, uh, yeah, all right. Fair enough. Um, I was just thinking about drinking a glass of water. I don't know what you're thinking, but anyway. Um, uh, oh, my lips are all dry. I'm going to drink a glass of water. There you go. Well, you um, got lipstick for that. Not lipstick. What's it called? Lip salve. Uh, a lip balm. Or, balm. Yeah. There you go. Balm. Nice. I always thought balm lip balm would be a name of a deodorant, a roll-on stick, you know. Um, anyway. <laughs> a mental picture of you applying lip balm to your armpits Sorry. <laughs> well, so, someone licking someone's armpits and going there you go no no just you with a tiny tiny little lip balm with this you know the surface area of a lip balm is way less than a deodorant stick and you're just trying to Mate, yeah, anyway, i'm, I'm a very small manage. individual you uh, are I'd quite be, small but I'd even be, you, even you have fine with that it's <laughs> bigger than a lip balm <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, Man City versus Arsenal. Uh, uh, sorry, we're saying Man City versus Arsenal, but it wasn't. It was Arsenal versus Man City because, of course, it was at the empty crates. Uh, and uh, we, we predicted a Man City win. I went for 4-2. You went for 3-0. For uh, it was a 2-0 win for Man City. Convincing? How do we, how do we rate? Uh, let's start with Arsenal. Let's start with Arsenal. We'll start with Arsenal. Well, they were better and yet kind of it was a bit more of the same. You do have to feel that, you know, what this is Emery's first competitive match in charge. Uh, they looked, uh, they had moments. They were very, very determined to play out from the back. And City, I think, are better than anyone at pressing you when you do try and do that. And the Arsenal crowd noticeably cheered when Czech at one point went, "I've had enough of this. I'm just going to smack it long." <laughs> and like, and like the Arsenal crowd, like brought up under 22 years of Wenger, the Arsenal crowd went, "Hey, he's going to smack it long. We don't have to watch them fuck it up playing out from the back." Uh, Petr, Petr Cech scored 
Oh, sorry, didn't score. He missed it. But Petr Cech scored almost one of the most hilarious home goals of all time. <laughs> he almost seemed to just give up and try to pass it into his own net and narrowly <laughs> missed. I think a lot of these keepers are coming under so much pressure, aren't they, to yeah. to play out this way. And they just, they're not used to it. They're not capable of doing it. But it's the new way of playing football. Um, I mean, even uh, uh, Edison had some... some uh, uh, a major kind of fuck ups there, didn't he? He almost gave a, gave a couple of goals away. I'm, I was surprised the ball he gave away to to Özil. Um, uh, it was sort of midway or, or sort of quite the way through the second half. Um, the ball seemed to me to come very close to Lacazette. All Lacazette had to do was just drag back. Lacazette and then he, thought he was offside. That's why Lacazette. Yeah, oh, I really? know the exact chance of it, but Lacazette. Because ah. if you look at if you just look at Lacazette, he clearly thinks he's offside, so he's leaving it for Özil. And then, yeah. and then when Edison picks it up, Lacazette turns around, notices that it was a defender behind him, and literally you can just see him go, ah, oh, shit, because oh, if he touched it, he wouldn't have been. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, dear. Too well, in which forward. case, I thought he just let it go because he thought Ozil's on the run and he didn't realise no, Edison. No, coming no up one would him. ever think that. Ozil's so <laughs> bloody slow. Uh, I thought oh, Lacazette oh, did. Ozil's on the run. Oh, my God, I've never <laughs> seen this before. Let him go. <laughs> Go, Ozil, go, run! Lacazette did well, I think. Like, he, he came on and, and he kind of invigorated. Minutes, didn't he? Yes, he did have a good 30 minutes. I was very, dis- we were talking about Arsenal, I was very disappointed with Ozil. I thought, Oz- Ozil, like, it's time to give it up, Meza. Really, like, <laughs> it's time to, to give up the, the Dimitar Berbatov, uh, Alan Gilzine, whatever you want to call it, this lazy style of play, the, fa- the Fastino Espria, if you will, of like, I'll come to life when I've got the ball and then I'll just kind of skulk around when I don't. You can't do that anymore. I'm sorry, like Guardiola, Klopp, Pochettino, uh, whoever you want to blame it on, have come up with a scheme of playing whereby you have to work even when you're not like a high high energy yeah and Emre might do the same thing and maybe he'll see that um but it's it's very difficult when you've got a a, a player who has that kind of talent uh and of course then there's a you would imagine there's that Turkish connection or is there and this is where <laughs> the weird thing is because Emre's not Turkish <laughs> all right I see what you're getting it's not German yeah. either yeah, he's not yeah. German and Ozil's not anyway it doesn't matter I don't, yeah, yeah yeah I get it <laughs> I get it. It um, took me a while. But yeah, he's too lazy, mate. He's too he's too lazy. Um he was playing on um the he played on the left for a bit and the right for a bit. And whichever fullback he was in front of, whether it be Bellerin or Maitland Niles and then in the second start half Licksteiner, they were just brutally left, you know, two on one with um either Mendy and who was on the the Mendy and Sterling or Mares and Walker. Like can you imagine me left one-on-one with one of those, but like two-on-one with both of them? Oh, Jesus, yeah. poor fellas. Like, no. Re- was... re- really tough, really tough. Um, I, I, I was impressed with uh, the, uh, and I think probably everybody at the stadium and everyone who's watching the match was probably impressed by this new guy, Gud- Gudozi. Gwen Doozy. Gwen Doozy. He's having a doozy. Uh, <laughs> it, does sound, it does sound like an Italian dessert, doesn't it? Can I have some ice cream on, the, on my Guendouzi, please? I want the, gelato, <laughs> I want the brioche and I want the Guendouzi. 
Sí, señora. Come in, come in. Sí. <laughs> I thought the commentator was constantly saying Vin Diesel. I don't know why. Every time it's like Vin Diesel's got the ball, I was like, it's not Vin Diesel, mate. Doesn't mate, look like Vin I Diesel. Have to, I have to say, Guendouzi's performance was the finest impression of David Luiz I've ever seen, ever. Like, <laughs> no one has looked more like David Luiz since David Luiz. <laughs> You know. It's very true. No, you you look at you look at afros and uh, you look at or you look at hairs, massive hairs like the that. The face and, is similar as well, and and the, and the similar, style yeah. of running around and and messing things up and doing quite well and having. At one point, he had this ridiculous shot from forty yards that he managed to get into the second tier of the stand. I thought it is David Luiz's famous hey. French brother. <laughs> second That's, tier. I think it went out the stadium. He's. <laughs> it was but but you have to forgive him because i thought he broke stuff up so well he, he did. um uh, it what I, I, what a find apparently he's come from uh, from a second division french assignment uh, is it lorient and he is like a little baby david louise and they must have thought of him and, and looked at him and gone is this, is this david louise yeah, let's let's just bring him in. Let's see what see what I can do. Um, and uh, but I, I was really impressed by him. I think uh, and what I really loved, <laughs> I really loved because I'm not a big fan of 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 Arsenal either, and uh, especially of their midfielders. Is what I loved was that uh, when they when they held up the plaque of the guy who was going to be substituted midway through the second half, and it was Greenwich Shaka. It wasn't him. It wasn't Guendouzi because it, you know, you would have thought Guendouzi, surely first game, Premier League, no experience. It's got to be him that's going to be substituted. It was, it was Shaka who came off. Yeah, I and, mean, uh, Guendouzi uh, and Lacazette, I think, were the only two who played with the, the requisite energy. Actually, I thought Bellerin yes. did okay. And, oh, Lick Steiner was bastard even he came Oh, wasn't he? Euro bastard who came on <laughs> and he didn't he didn't even have to do anything too bastardy although he did let Mares know he was there like I you know part of me worries that that part of football has died you know with this whole you know Guardiola crap but still there's room in their game for 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 a Euro bastard to come in and stamp on Riyad Mahrez's foot when the ref isn't looking <laughs> oh and he had uh, uh, he had a little moment in the penalty box as well with um, I believe it wasn't John Stones it was Laporte who by the way I think looks like a very young ugly Tony Adams not Tony Adams sorry Martin Keown what do you think do you think he may be anyway. uglier Martin Keown he does you, you know I think he, I think you've no there's nothing uglier than Martin Keown but there is a likeness there I would say Amrik Laporte is Martin Keown Martin Keown <laughs> 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 Martin, Martin Lequeon on his best day, I would say. What do we think, though? I think Amrit Laporte reads books, though. On the whole, because, you know, Martin <laughs> Keown famously is a books or football man. You can't do both. No. I think Laporte would probably choose books. I yes, think. I think he would. You look at him, you just take one look and you think, yep, he had, he's had an education. Yeah. You look at <laughs> yes. Martin Keown, you go, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pub man. <laughs> Mate, it's uh, you're you're totally right. I think the 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 days seem to have been gone, but it was uh, having Mr. Euro bastard come in there was uh, was really it was wonderful. I think it was just what the game needed as well. I, I felt bad for Maitland Niles, but uh, uh, cause he'd done you know, all right actually. I thought I thought he'd right. been okay. Yeah, 
and it's always it's never good to see uh, uh, especially a young player go out injured regardless of, of which team um, uh, but uh, but yeah it was it was just tailor-made for the euro bastard to come on so it worked out quite well so um, little word on city what do we think yeah very 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 good um, <laughs> mate it's weird like the, the, I think watching City was this, the starkest warning that the World Cup was over for a start Kyle Walker is no longer uh, a third centre back learning his trade he's the best right back in the world again um, <laughs> mate it was just like just bombing on all of the time and being very very fast uh, Raheem Sterling was not uh, a, a striker with a whole deal of promise who, who couldn't quite live up to it he was an alarmingly efficient wing player who scored the opening goal yep. mate what is your opinion on that opening goal because i have looked at it several times and there's two very strange things about it the the first is that petr Cech could have at least got close to it if he'd stuck out his left hand and the second thing is it hits the microphone that's behind the goal so there's a there's a microphone on a boom behind mm. the goal and it hits that dead on. And as a result, the net doesn't ripple. And I watching, it right. on TV, I watching it on TV and Pep and, and a lot of people watching it didn't realize it had gone in because you'd look for the ripple. Mm. And I, I remember watching it on TV and looking and going, the angle would have said that that's gone in. Oh, and Sterling is off celebrating. Oh, I guess it did go in. But then you look at it again. What happens is hit that microphone and there's a noise as well as a pop noise which sounds similar to when the ball hits the, the the boarding behind the goal so i felt that he just missed uh so it was weird it took a lot of the you know all goal out of it it was like oh 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 it's in and Pep yeah, just had the exact of, same reaction didn't he yeah it just kind of pops out doesn't it and uh yeah because uh, i remember you you texting me uh, at the time saying oh that's weird yes. you know what a weird goal and when i watched it uh, sort of, I, I didn't. I honestly didn't think too much. I thought it was because because the way it went in, I thought it was just a goal. It was a goal, and that was it. Um, and then when you said weird goal, I I went back over it a little later and 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 looked at it and thought actually I thought it was a very beautiful goal. I thought it was fantastic. He he dribbles dribbles inside, gets past two three players, and smacks it all in. But I, I see what you mean. Yeah, it in in that sense, yes, it was weird. Um, in the sense of of Petr Cech, um, uh, it it it's it's one of those where, you know, you we've we've all played in goal before sometimes you know when people are cutting in across that there's multiple times where you can't see the ball uh, and you're you're nervous because you're 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 looking at it and you're thinking okay now i can't see it now i can see it now i can't see it now i can see it now i can see it, now I can see it. and it it keeps sort of happening and and so check i think doesn't quite know where it's where it's going and and, and how it's going to go and when it suddenly when he it, it does come past him it just flashes past him too quickly for him to get to it so um so i i thought it was um yeah yeah I, it's weird in that sense but it's still a very beautiful goal and uh and sterling it's funny a hell of a lot better than what he played for england yeah and it, it must make you wonder you know like I mean, if this we do you remember when you were young, you always always sort of imagined like let's play the club side against the countryside. You know, Man City might very well beat every c country oh, in the world. You know, they, it's uh, just, they take their French team to pieces uh, for sure. It's unbelievable, unbelievable. Maybe even a uh, uh, um, a sort of 
be- best of type thing, you know, uh, uh, what's it, sort of, you know, Galactico sort of ones, you know, rest of the world type thing, Man, Man City versus the rest of the world. I reckon Man City are playing this incredible football. It's just, it's a delight to watch. And even though this game was a little bit on the flat side, I thought actually that they didn't put away a lot of their chances. Uh, they went a bit flat at the beginning of the second half. Uh, you know, things could have gone wrong. You know, man, uh, you know, uh, Arsenal could have got back into this uh, on a couple of occasions. Um, and, uh, you know, were it not for a team that was probably still guilty of being sort of in transition, I reckon they may have very well have lost this game had they been playing against Liverpool, for example. Uh, because I, I just think that they, yeah, they, they weren't tested. And a lot of them felt like they were a little bit asleep. Um, I was impressed with Mendy, though. I thought that was pretty cool. I love um, Benjamin Mendy. Like, yeah, but anybody uh, listening to this show now, I urge you, set, uh, set yourself up with a Twitter account purely to follow Benjamin Mendy. He's now, he talks now, about sharks and weird <laughs> things. I, I love his Twitter. He's, he's great. He's a fabulous human being, is, is Mendy. Is it Mendy have- or is it Mondi? Oh, très, très mon, mon dieu, I think. Mon, 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 mon dieu. Mon Benjamin, dieu, mon Benjamin, dieu. Mon dieu. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, have you seen what, uh, what uh, uh, Guardiola has come out and, and said to oh, no. him? To, yeah, he has. He's told him to stop. Oh, no. Or not so much stop but at least start to use it a little bit less. Uh, uh, so uh, asked, he was come over and quote, here's a quote from him. Uh, Mendy is Mendy, Mendy is Mendy. Uh, sometimes we want to kill him. And sometimes you think, wow, what a player we have. Hopefully we can convince him to forget a little bit the social media and improve a few things. Oh, so, so, <laughs> so. You killed your so Mendy, in, in typical Mendy style, <laughs> decided to tweet his response to that. <laughs> yes. Go on, Mendy. Fight the man. And he came out with, uh, uh, he, he, um, he tweeted uh, uh, to Guardiola's comments. Mendy, Mendy replied on Twitter uh, with a funny face emoji and a blue <laughs> heart. <laughs> and a blue heart in there. And then a message saying, I will, I promise. And then moments later, he came out with a new tweet. <laughs> <laughs> a new tweet with a laughing emoji uh, uh, with a tear running down his face going, oops, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you lovable rogue. <laughs> so there we go. Um, uh, so let's see. Let's see how that uh, that pans out. I think it's what, what do you think of this? Uh, you know, pe- people um, all the I know that like a few years back and everything, even Ferguson was a bit annoyed with the with, with um, uh, people coming out and, and using social media to, to sort of, you know, uh, chat and everything. What do you, I, I shouldn't even be think, asking you, really. I know what your opinion is. More of the same, probably. <laughs> mate, I, when, they, when they use it properly, like I can't stand the post, post-win dressing room selfie. Ugh, no. Ah. Like, no, don't. Meza Ozil is also the worst uh, person for, for doing that. Um, but when you use it like like Mendy does when with a, just a little bit of flair and a little bit of fun, he uses his emojis. Um, he uses it actually chiefly when he was, when he was injured and he would, he would tweet things like, Oh my God, how good are we? We are fantastic. I can't believe it. Wow. Like, you know, that's, that's, you know, as a fan, that must be what you're feeling. And, and I think that uh, not enough of these players are watching 
their teammates play when they're not there and, and supporting them. I think he did it. He did it very well. He gets into weird one-sided arguments with, with people who, who, you know, detract against him. So there was a, a wonderful tweet. Well, I, I know it was wonderful. It, it, it divides opinion, I, I, I guess a lot, but I thought uh, I enjoyed it. There was a tweet that came out after the world cup final where it had the uh, country of origin next to each France player. So it named the, the squad, I think it was, or maybe it was just the starting uh, yes. lineup. And it yep. had, you know, the, where, they, where they originated from. Because even Hugo Lloris has, like, I think some Basque origin. And so they put the Spain flag next to him. And then Mendy took the exact same tweet and took all of the other flags out and just put French flags in it and went, we're all French. Um, yeah. And it's just, okay, you can argue against one or the other way, but I just thought it was cheeky and it was, you know, I think he's funny. I think if you went out with Benjamin Mendy, he would say things in a pub that would just have you falling over. Like he's like, he's like <laughs> the French Gaza, I think. Like he's just, I love him a lot. And if you're going to use Twitter in the way that Benjamin Mendy uses it, go for it. Don't use it in the, in the Gary Neville, I'm going to have a fight with whoever type way. Stop it. Don't do that. Mm. Or, or in the kind of, um, uh, thank you for all your support. We will come oh, back God. Uh, We, you know, we were unlucky. Well done, the lads. Or, oh, Jesus Christ. No, 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 no. Not in the, Harry Kane is a terrible exponent of Twitter. He uses it horribly. Um, <laughs> it just, you know, just tweets like, well done, the lads. Another great feeling. Eric Dyer and Deli Ali are great at it because they tweet weird things about what the other one's clothes look like you know the little bit of the dressing room banter a bit behind the there door type yeah, stuff yeah. yeah that i like that's all good um uh look we we've we, uh, we got to be careful with this because otherwise we'll just uh, go through this whole thing uh but uh, we have uh, mentioned a couple of quick things that we wanted to to mention let's just go them, through them really quickly edison's neck tattoo what oh man it's horrible it is it's <laughs> i'm i I love a good neck tattoo more than anyone. I think, you know, let's get into the whole player tattoo debate. No, let's not bother. But tattoos on players, fine. Some of them look good. But Edison's, A, what is it? B, why is it so high? And C, like, why have you decided to have it when you're still having acne troubles? Because you're so young. No. <laughs> no good. No good. No good. No, sorry. Um... <laughs> And uh, um, we, oh, with those tweet things, by the way, just just quickly, there's there's one that I really just absolutely hate, and that is Liverpool's "You'll never walk alone" thing. I just I don't I just hate it. I don't know why. I just hate it. Uh, uh, where you know, at the end of every single, I've got a lot of a lot of mates who are Liverpool fans, and they they post on on social media, and they whenever they post anything to do with Liverpool, they end up they they always end the whole thing with Y N W A, you know, and it's like oh, just. Mate, the whole the whole you'll never walk alone thing really gets on my proverbials because Carius, right, at the end of the Champions League final last year. Yes. You'll never, yeah. you'll never walk alone, they say to him at the beginning of the game. You will never walk alone. We are there with you. Whatever happens out there on the pitch, you will never walk alone. Oh, he's made two horrible mistakes. He's an idiot. Get rid of him. Right? You know, and that's that's not never walking alone. That is you'll never walk alone except for tonight. Glorious when you have to walk home by yourself. Sorry. By yourself, mate. You get no, no. Look, you can get on the bus. Just you're you're at the front of the bus. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're right at the front, next to in front of the next to the driver. You're gonna have to speak to the driver for the for the rest of the drive back. Okay. We, no, we've we've got you. We've got you a bus. We're going home yes. on this bus. You're going home on the carrier's bus. <laughs> 
All right, we'll leave it with going home on the carrier's bus. Let's, uh, let's take a break uh, and uh, let's return uh, back with our um, uh, reviews of the rest of the uh, Premier League matches. What comes after part one? Endless disappointment. <laughs> Welcome back uh, uh, to part two. And uh, it is part two, isn't it? It is indeed part two. It is, yeah, uh, part two. And uh, uh, because there's no French way of saying that as well without you sounding like duh as well. So duh. Let's, uh, we're going to have a quick look. Uh, we're going to try and try and um, uh, get through a, a, as many of the other Premier League matches as, as possible. And I think we'll go for the one that uh, uh, personally I thought was the most exciting of the three and a half matches that I managed to get through. Everton versus Wolves. Uh, now, what, what I liked was, was you know, Wolves uh, right at the beginning. I don't know if you, you were watching, watching the game, but right at the beginning, they decided once the players were all out on the pitch and everything and just had just come up onto the pitch through, through the tunnel they went ballistic with the celebrations and with the fireworks and there was there was uh you know they've got those machines on the side which which uh, they like um (laughs) they eject fire you know like Mm. something that ejects something if you can imagine an object that ejects things but it's in spurts uh then imagine that object and now imagine the object but (laughs) ejecting fire up into the air the fire disappears and then it injects another fire into the air it's all very very cool excuse me i would like to purchase a fire ejector certainly sir (laughs) Do you need one with a spurt setting? Yes. Yes, I will. Spurt setting, very important. (laughs) Imperative. That's what I'm saying. Um, and they, they just they just went all out, you know. They were just mental. Oh, they and, had all the fire ejectors. All of they them. did. They did all of them, all the way around the pitch, and uh, and then they panned to the outside of the uh, of the stadium as well. And there was fireworks coming out the roof. There was fireworks coming out of the the cake uh, uh, people's asses. There was fireworks. You know, it was just mental. Um, and uh, and I thought, yeah, go for it. You know, why not? Um, uh, uh, because this is, you know, Wolves back in the Premier League, first time in five, six years. Correct me no, if I'm wrong. I think 2012. Like seven, isn't it? Is it seven? 2012, I thought was the last time. So that's six. Yeah. All right. Yeah, six. Go on then. Plus six in the summer. Uh, six in the summer. <laughs> Um, and uh, yeah, and uh, uh, what a, what a great match! I think it it, it was to be honest. Uh, um, two all it ended. Uh, um, let's. I think we'll get straight onto the uh, the most uh, crucial part of the match, though. Uh, uh, was it a red card? Was it a red card? Uh, no, for me, it it never was. It was it was a weird one because Jagielka loses control of the ball. I'd forgotten about Phil Jagielka. Yeah, yeah, he's still still about. There he is. Anyway, so he completely loses control of the ball. And is it Jimenez? Or whoever it is. It's a Wolves player who's going through on goal. Jota. Um, And he fouls him, but not badly enough for it to be a straight red card. Like, it was a little high, but it was a yellow. And then I don't think it's a clear goal-scoring opportunity, but simply by virtue of the fact that the Wolves player hasn't touched the ball. Well, the the ref's report said he sent him off for a, um, a, a stopping a clear goal opportunity. That's what he sent him off for. So, um, and and that's where I think it's completely wrong because we're we've got the the yeah. It, it, first of all, 
it, 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 he got he gets the ball right. The ball goes in totally the opposite direction. So if he he gets the ball first and then there's contact, fair enough, you know. And if he somehow manages to chip it over Jagielka's foot and actually in direction of the goal, and then he gets tripped up, then it is a goal scoring opportunity. I thought these days it's not you're not sent off for that anyway, or is that just no? If you it's are a outside the area, yeah, yeah. yeah no okay, cool. Jeopardy. Okay, cool. So, like, um, uh, now foul, uh, now d- dirty foul play. His studs do go into the side of his ankle, uh, pretty, pretty obviously, and you do see his ankle give. And you got to think, like, oh, okay. When you think of it that way, it was nasty. But he gets the ball first, so I'm, I'm, I'm really confused about this one. And I know Alan Shearer came out on on BBC's uh, uh, match of the day and said, by the letter of the law, that's a red card. But uh, Ian Wright said no. And uh, you know how much I hate Ian Wright, but I think I'll agree with Ian Wright on this one. I think Alan has got that one wrong. I don't think that's a red card. I think possibly it's a yellow card and possibly not even a, a free kick at all because he's got the ball first and it's, it's the follow through that he's gone through. His foot wasn't even high. So uh, I, th- I thought he wasn't totally in control of the challenge. So despite getting the ball, he still fouled the guy because he wasn't in control of his follow through. But I, yeah, I don't think the yeah, Wolves possibly. players touched the ball and I don't think it's a goal scoring opportunity. I honestly would have thought it's free kick and a yellow. Jackie Elka didn't put up much of a fight. Mind you, he's not the kind of person who would put up much of a fight, is he? You can imagine him going home. You it know, was also it... raining. Uh, yeah. And I think oh. Jackie Elka went, oh, okay, get in out of this game. <laughs> Can't be. I got her sent off. Thank God for that. I'm, got, I'm, not, I'm just going to walk off, mate. I don't want Sorry, bloody pneumonia. <laughs> Because you do imagine him as, you know, he's supposed to be this hard guy, but he's a bit of a soft. I don't think he is. I know. I think Phil Jagielka is a bit of a soft. Rumour has it that when he was at Sheffield United under Neil Warnock, Neil Warnock used to treat him in a similar way to how he treated Adele Tarapt, which was like like a prince or something. It's not, mm. it's not an easy comparison to mentally make, Phil Jagielka and Adele Tarapt. No, <laughs> it really but, isn't. Trust me, that's what the rumours are. Is 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 Phil Jackie Elka the kind of guy that would cry at uh, at a at a good at a good novel? Yes. I reckon. Yes. Yes. yes okay. Yes. Fair enough. He's he's got the he's got the tissues out, and it's uh, it's a real yes, tear joke books. that one. In books versus football. Jackie <laughs> books. His books. My and Keon's really losing out here on that. Let's can we please try and compile a list of who we think are books and non-books? Uh, we should have a, we should have um we should have a books eleven versus a non-books eleven. We'll do that next week, mate. <laughs> All right. Sounds good deal uh all right um uh now uh ruben Nevsh. oh my goodness this kid is 21 years old um he uh i i i know about him because like he played he was the youngest ever captain for porto uh where uh, during uh during the champions league uh, he was uh, uh, voted one of the best up-and-coming football players in Portugal. Uh, when they uh, brought him over to to Wolves last year, I knew he was going to be he was going to be great. I, I just did. And his what I love about this kid is his his range of passing, his composure on the ball. He's so uh, composed, and he does not play like a 21-year-old. He really doesn't. But he stepped up, and now uh, I guess with the with the free kick though, Pickford should save this, right? Mate, I cannot stand a goalkeeper who concedes a goal on his side of the wall. I really, I really cannot stand it. There is no excuse for conceding a goal on your side of the wall. You have half a goal to defend from a 20... I mean, at, at the very least, 
19 yards away. I'm sorry, yep. but there isn't a professional goalkeeper who from 19 yards should not be able to protect half a goal. Come on. Like, yep. don't give me that I'm moving over to... Don't. Don't take a step towards the other side. If, if Neves puts the ball up and over the wall and into the goal, he deserves it. No one is going to, to pick apart. No one's going to say Pickford should have got over whatever. No. Don't... Mate, if you're, if you're silver and the game is over, everyone's finished... Which silver? As we <laughs> said last week, there's too many silvers. Which silver am I? The manager of, uh, of Everton. Um, okay. if, if, you're, Mar- if you're him. Yeah, uh-huh. Marco. If you're Marco. <laughs> um, everyone's, everyone's started to go home. People are starting to, you know, uh, uh, some, of the, some of the players are still sort of putting their fo- football boots back into their bags and stuff, you know. Uh, Pickford's there. He's practically the last guy there. What, what, do, you, do you go over and say something to him? What do you reckon? Is it, is no, I would have bollocked him at half time. He would have already <laughs> known of now. everyone. Oh, absolutely. I would go, Jordan, you lovable Pickfordy Sunderland Mackham idiot. What you doing? Don't do that again. You've got half a goal to defend. And then Jordan Pickford would say, hey, you're you're chilly. And Marco Silva would go, someone tell me what this kid is saying. Can't understand a word he's saying. Oh dear, quality, quality, absolutely. No, 100%, he definitely should be saving that. I mean, he doesn't, it, the, the, the shot doesn't even go into the middle of the goal. It's actually, frankly, embarrassing. You know, one of the things I kind of dislike about Pickford is how he berates his defence uh, uh, whenever, you know, always. Is he always berating his defence? Sometimes he looks to be berating himself. Like, well, I don't often see him berate himself, but I did for this. This one he knew straight away, you know, mm. and he was, he, was, he was fuming with himself because he knows full well that he should never have... Because what you're saying is you don't trust your wall, you know, and, uh, you know, if you don't trust your wall, don't have one, you know, no, don't put the wall there, quite, you know. Quite. Forget it then, idiot. Um, but yeah, uh, mo- yeah, moving on, obviously, uh, well, oh, uh, Richarlison, 50 yeah. million squiddy. Actually quite good. Actually, quite wrong. good. I got that wrong. <laughs> well, his first goal was was obviously lucky, but hey, you got to be there. Uh, you yeah. got to be the right man in the right place. He just good reactions, it. though. Good reactions, I thought. Very good reactions. Yeah, he was he was awake, which was good, uh, which you'd expect uh, from a football player. And but yeah, yeah, making his debut. Uh, he would he was on fire as well, though, wasn't he? I mean, he mm. he was out there giving a real tough time to uh, uh, to the right back. Uh, I don't know who he was, but he was he was really giving him a, a torrid time. Um, and of course, that second goal was really very well taken as well. Down to ten men. Everton suddenly two one up. You suddenly thought, "Hang on a second, this could uh, this is this is feeling like a bit of a baptism of fire for Wolves uh, here." So uh, wonderfully taken the second goal. So Richarlison probably man of the match for that game. Um, but uh, Wolves, I think, deserved uh, uh, the uh, uh, the equaliser. I thought that um, that cross uh, that Neves picked out um, Jimenez for that was uh, was really beautiful as well. Yeah, so, it, it, um, it was, and I thought that the atmosphere. Uh, even with the fire ejectors, which obviously got everybody, you know, rallied up and everything. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I thought the atmosphere was fantastic. And I like Ruben Neves. Uh, Neves. 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 Yeah. Neves. Like, which, means, which means... Uh, oh, snow. let me guess. Oh, oh no, sorry. Snow. Oh, sorry. Snow, snow, but plural. Plural. So snows. snows. Yeah. Not it snows. Plural. Like, so more than one snow. Yes. So in, in Portuguese is, do you count each flake? Uh, yeah, a bit beats me, mate. I have no idea. You, you, you go for it. You make, make of it what you will. But nev is snow. So if he's nev, uh, uh, it actually snows. means 
Nevsh, you could turn it into a into a verb and ask if you do snow. Do you snow? Do I you snows. snow? Nevsh? Nevsh, do you snow? So <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it means snow. So there you go. Well, I liked uh, him um, because he yeah. had a lot of, like you said, a clearly fantastic range of pa passing, uh, very intelligent player, high energy, and he gave it the full Marco Tardelli as he ran away from the <laughs> I do love someone who loves what they do. Oh. Yep. Um, the... And or you know, we might as well just get into them very quickly. Spiritu Santo is the uh, the name of the Nuno Spiritu Santo is the name of the manager for. Um, uh, Wait, translate uh, the, the, that one uh, for me, because like, is yep, Spiritu sure, Santo. I will. Isn't that what they say in Catholic Church? Is it Padre? Eh, Spiritu Santo. Yes, it is absolutely well done. Uh, Spiritu means spirit, and Santo means saint. So he's Nuno Spirit Saint. What's Nuno mean? <laughs> I don't think that does mean anything, actually. It's a bit like John. So, uh, yeah. so it's like spirit of the saint. It's just spirit, spirit, spiritu saint. It's just spirit saint, spirit saint, okay. mate. Um, right, uh, anyway, uh, another one is Jota, which actually means, uh, which actually is the letter J. So, okay. yeah. So he is J. Yes, yes, he is. Uh, but they say his full name, like J, J-A-Y. So it's Jota, which is actually a very, quite an unusual name as well. So, uh, hmm. uh, uh, but yeah, um, of course, Nerv is, is, is snow, uh, as, we, as we snow. Uh, um, now, hey. <laughs> like that. Moutinho, Moutinho, I don't think actually that does mean, I'll get back to you on that one. I'm not sure that I, that does mean anything else. But then there's a fifth player and I've forgotten who he is now. Jimenez. Um, no, no, he's uh, Mexican. Um, oh. Ah, oh, crikey! I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to get back to you. Uh, Willy uh, on Willy. That yeah. Willy. <laughs> he was French, wasn't he? Love the name. Bully was Willy French, Willy. I'm afraid. Yep, Bully uh -huh. was French. Um, yeah, and uh, uh, yeah, they, they've obviously got all these, you know, weird and wonderful and crazy or crazy odd names. So, uh, 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 but we will. We'll, we'll go through a, a, a few of the other ones. And uh, um, Nunu. Uh, uh, oh, crikey, evidence. Sorry, silver. We've already discussed, haven't we? Silver yes. means means bush, basically. So, uh, <laughs> so that you just so that you know, there's, and there's a lot of bushes out there. And just a very quick word for uh, Nuno Spiritu Santos's beard. Lovely uh, um, you know, he's he's gone uh, very very crazy uh, uh, on that beard. He's, he's almost pulled a little bit of a um, a bit of a Roy Keane, you know, on on that one. But anyway, that's uh, lovely, yeah. lovely, lovely beard. Oh, the other one that came on, well, we've got El, uh, Elder Costa, uh, which was playing, but the other one that uh, actually came on, his name is Vinagre. He came on vinegar. the 76. Vinegar. There you go. So, um, yep. <laughs> so we've got Vinegar. What's Costa then? Costa's uh, coast. Coast. Yeah. Coast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Makes sense. That was done. <laughs> John Coast. Elder Coast. All right. Um, that's enough of uh, Portuguese names and Portuguese stuff. Uh, let's take a short break and we'll come back for the uh, roundup of, um, uh, of the rest of today's games, including uh, Newcastle versus Tottenham, which I'm sure you're extremely excited about talking about. If you think you like that long jazzy clip now, wait until they play it every single time.
welcome back uh, to part three. Uh, we will wrap up the rest of these games because, uh, frankly, they were probably all very boring. Uh, Dave, Newcastle versus Tottenham. Give, give it to us like it was. It was about as good as Tottenham's choices wearing that kit. Um, oh, I think it's now easily uh, the worst uh, kit of the year. I heard that was the, the colour, the official colour is teak. I think it's teal. Sorry, teal. <laughs> Bollocks. Uh, it, the worst thing about it is it's apparently got a map of North London on the top of it. Oh, what... it doesn't, does it? Yeah, apparently oh. so. Oh, all right, North London. Does it exclude uh, Arsenal? Does it? You yeah, know, well, they're, they're from South London originally, so you won't find them on there. But um... oh, God, all right. Well, there we go. So teal it is. That's their colour because, of course, uh, against Newcastle, they couldn't uh, do their first kit of white, and they couldn't do their second kit, which was sort of black, blue, black, dark blue. Uh, so they had to go for teal. Mm. <laughs> Whoever chose teal, I wanted to be in that meeting room at the time when they chose teal. Uh, well, I have think you've seen the Barcelona? In a training kit for this year it's surprisingly yes. similar in color <laughs> i have seen it i have seen that all of them are surprisingly similar it's almost it's, as if uh, they yeah. had a job lot of teal done <laughs> needed <laughs> two ways to get rid of it hey what's uh what's the in color this week uh what is it this month uh, what is it teal sir teal oh teal. <laughs> yeah. okay well put teal in just put it but don't you want to have a discussion no no just put it i don't care you know as long yeah. you don't cross us you you nike bastards if i find out it's the same color as tottenham start kit i kill you <laughs> Shh, don't tell them don't tell them we've already made the fun we've already made all the kits <laughs> Oh dear! Yeah, um, uh, Tottenham got it. Three three points on the board, mate. That's pretty much all you can all you can ask for, I guess. That's all I got. That's all I can ask for. It's all I got. Um, they didn't. I don't think they played. I thought we were a little bit <laughs> fortuitous, really. Um, I thought Lloris played well. I thought Ali played well. I think uh, Kane desperately needs a rest. Someone give him a rest, please. <laughs> Uh, and then the the rest. I mean, Serge Aurier created <laughs> Ali's goal, but then just oh, oh, the man is clearly nuts. He's just nah. gone. Where is he? It, he? He is. It's well, he's he's probably gone about as far as his his beard. I think his beard is uh, soon. He'll be able to um, tie his shoelaces with his beard. <laughs> <laughs> hey, check this out. It's a little trick I got. You know, I can. Time of shoelaces with my beard, no hands. Um, uh, yeah, and uh, I, I, look, I'll, I'll, I'll be honest. It really was a very boring game, and it was the, technically the first match that I've, I've, I've we watched of, of, of the Premier League, and uh, and it was so. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It wasn't that bad. There were there were moments in it where um, when really? Newcastle were hitting the post, and oh, okay, you're, yes. you're going to see yeah. you're going to see worse games. Newcastle hit the post oh, twice. That's true. That's true. S- yeah. Sissoko has had one brilliantly saved uh, off the line. Um, yep. uh, yeah, and you know, and there were three goals. I mean, if you want yeah. to go boring, look no further than St Mary's, mate, where there was a grand total of no goals. And <laughs> Joe Hart was playing. Joe Hart was playing. We are moving it's on. I have true. moved this on. Uh, we said during our, our production meeting that we would both drive. Well, here's me taking the wheel and driving us down Boring Bastard. Street. Population <laughs> Joe Hart and his friendlies. <laughs> horrible match. Absolutely horrible match. Mate, I was so... The first, uh, the first 20 minutes or so, Burnley were 
all over Southampton. And for me, it was just, what is going on? And so, so I suddenly thought, well, hang on a second. Now, have we had an episode in the Premier League where the manager was fired after the first game? Have we had that at all? Like they've had the whole preseason. They may have even had... How many did DePaul last? Oh, seven, seven, seven. No, 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 no. Seven, seven was how many games they went without a win. But Hodgson, uh, I think... You're right. It was about four. I think it was about four, wasn't it? it, was. it was and there's rumours everywhere that Puel's going to get the chop um, before Leicester's next game. Mm. Mm, right. Okay, that, that is quick. Yes. That is a bit weird, I think, because... Well, anyway, we'll, we'll come on to Leicester in, in a second, but how cool... <laughs> I would just love it so much if they just... Um, yeah, if they just uh, uh, sacked Mark Hughes straight off and just went, sorry, it's a mistake, sorry. Look, hands up. We've, we 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 uh, we waited too long, and we've learnt our lesson from the Pellegrini uh, thing last year. Uh, Pellegrino, sorry, thing last year. Uh, this year, we will uh, uh, take a, a leaf out of our book, and uh, we will sack um, uh, Mark Hughes straight away because I think I think he didn't know what he was doing. I think it was it was just terrible. Um, either that, or I don't know. I don't know what happened. Or, we, uh, Southampton missed Dusan Tadic for sure, 100%. They didn't have any creativity. They couldn't get out of their own half for the first 20-odd minutes. Um, <clears throat> you know, it was just, it was, it was an embarrassment to watch. As a Southampton fan, I just wanted to close my eyes all the way through it, and I wanted to do other stuff. You know, it was just, was, it was one of these, it just was, was terrible. Um, everything was horrible. In fact, up until about the 70th minute when they decided to bring on uh, Eloise, I'm call, I'm gonna call him E Louise, uh, but his name is Al Alo Alo uh, anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, and uh, and Danny Ings, uh, who I thought was was great. Um, so once they came on, yes, Southampton finally came into the game a little bit better and actually did stuff. Uh, but up until then, it was just flat boring. So uh, yep, another boring one to add to the collection uh, uh, on that one. So um, uh, uh, thanks for that. Should we move on? Yes. Thank you. Uh, Huddersfield versus South, uh, versus Chelsea. Uh, just very quickly, let's go. Uh, let's go for that one. Chelsea. Um, we we called this one a Chelsea win, and uh, uh, without uh, doubt, they delivered on that win. Uh, but was it a deserved win? Uh, yeah, I think you have to say it's a deserved win. Although it already has staked a claim for ugliest goal of the year. Uh, <laughs> N'Golo, who we love, N'Golo Conte's, um, I don't love, respect. Uh, N'Golo Conte's goal was horrible. What's a, ugh, ugh. It really was, wasn't it? it was, even he was embarrassed, I think. And usually he is embarrassed when he scores goals. He's very, you know, that humble pie kind of guy. But this one, God, oh, it was just, he, he, he didn't catch it right. He miscued, whatever, you know, he just, you know, but it went, you know, it, exactly where it needed to go. But it was, oh, uh, it was a horrible <clears throat> And I didn't it think the penalty pretty... was a penalty either. I thought Alonso dived. Uh, well, but I mean, yeah, because oh, you don't usually, you wouldn't usually get that those, would you? It was there was contact, fair enough, um, but it almost seemed to be after the shot as well. I don't know. It didn't seem to me like it was much of a penalty either. I'm with you on that one. So Huddersfield could probably almost feel themselves a little bit hard done by because these decisions get given during crucial times so uh, the other um, the other noteworthy thing for me yep. from this game was last uh, last show we were talking about players who um, are now bow-chested but soon to be fat and I've always put Ross Barkley in that bracket barrel-chested now yep, fat what? later but 
Ross Barkley nothing, on I Saturday think, frankly, looked lean. Sarri's, Sarri's gotten into him. I think, yeah. I, I think and uh, what I read is that Sarri's had a look at Barkley, Barkley and gone, ooh, ooh, I quite like this fellow. Who's this? And then someone's gone, uh, it's Ross Barkley. Ross Barkley? <laughs> oh, I must, oh, where did we get here from? Everton, apparently he was a boy. Oh, he's pretty good. So yeah, apparently Sarri's had a look at him and likes him. And um, we might finally see him deliver on his potential, maybe. Well, for England, of course, that's got to be good because he's, he, like you said, potential. He had so much at the beginning. We don't really want him to fizzle out like a, another Jack Wilshire, you know, and mm. uh, it, it would be nice to, to have some of these, um, these players deliver on, on their potential. And Ross Barkley, you know, obviously there's all the Everton comparisons, and, uh, but it's like the, the Gaza comparisons and everything. You know, he, he, I think he, since when he, when he first came out, it was comparable, the kind of stuff that he was doing uh, to, the, to what Gaza was doing. And it was very exciting for, for English football. So, um, yeah, fingers crossed. Hopefully that will, will come to fruition. Let's jump straight into Liverpool versus West Ham. <laughs> Worryingly good. Worryingly good. The only, yes. the, only, the only feeling that I could feel is Naby Keita went on his 233rd rampage at the West Ham defence was, this isn't funny anymore. This is worrying. <laughs> He looks good, doesn't he? I didn't realise, honestly, I really didn't. I thought he was more of a kind of, uh, they're bringing another sort of winger type player in. He was, he was in the middle of everything. He was just, and whenever he got the ball, it was like, this guy's just. He like, was like, shorter yeah. than I expected. I expected him to look a little bit like Patrick Vieira. And I mean, and he wasn't short, but he wasn't as tall as I'd expected. But, and, I thought he was something of a defensive midfielder. I thought he was like a like a Wanyama who who wins the ball back and and but obviously mm. but no he's he's um he's a lot better than Victor Wanyama <laughs> like a lot, a lot better a lot better than Victor. like you know me ex Southampton player I'm I'm good for Wanyama I like him very much but no this this kid is uh, something else uh, and uh, and and yeah four goals for, for for Liverpool could have been a hell of a lot more really couldn't it third one was desperately offside was it the third one or the second it one it was the third one yeah Mane was, was um, uh, I missed far <laughs> mate I, I hate to say it, I missed far <laughs> That would definitely not have been given uh, with with VAR. Oh, it would have been given, and then it would have been it would have been ruled out. Um, he's it it uh, it it looks worse than it actually is because the other player is going in the opposite direction. But he is definitely offside. But how the the linesman doesn't give it, I it's 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 strange because uh, you know I mean beautiful finish, you know, just turn smack. You know, mm. no, turn around, whack. You know, his first finish was good as well. I thought because the first one was a bit behind him, and he does really well to to get it in. Scoop back, yeah, yeah. He did. He done good. And Bobby Firmino, there oh, he is. He was hey. there. With his teeth shining. With his teeth. Lovely, beautiful. Um, let's uh, uh, take one more short break. And, uh, and then we'll, oh, actually, no, we won't. We'll take a short break and then we'll come back and we'll talk about other business uh, because I think the, the rest of the games that, that have, uh, we can probably get through them pretty quickly. Fulham versus Palace, uh, a bit of a, um, a, 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 a sort of unwelcome welcome to the Premier League for Fulham in the end, wasn't it? Yeah, hello, here's the big boys and the big boys are called Wilf Sahar. Yeah. Um, I, mm. think he, I think he took them to school a little bit, did very well. I thought... Uh, Sherla should have had a penalty though for the, the tackle that Sacco put in on him when it was 1-0 at the time yes. I, thought, I thought again I missed VAR 
because uh, that would have been that would have been. Um, but no, when, I thought when, Palace uh, probably deserved to win that on the counter. Probably uh, when I saw that very quickly. Uh, my first instinct was, oh, penalty. But then without seeing any replays and with the ref not giving it, I then thought, ah, oh, dive. Um, you know, like I, I just, it was a really difficult one to, to spot. Um, and even though the ref was very, very close to the incident, without VAR, I can forgive him for not, not giving it because his angle was kind of wrong. <clears throat> you couldn't quite tell. Was there contact with the foot? In replays, you look at it and it does look like there was contact, wasn't it? But but I think uh, Schoeller goes down a bit easy, um, you know, with, with that. So, uh, but yeah, you know, that would have changed the complexion of the game uh, entirely. And, and Fulham didn't exactly do badly either. I think they did okay. Uh, so uh, I, I think, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see better, better stuff uh, from them. Um, we're going to leave Bournemouth versus Cardiff uh, till last. No, mate, uh, I want to... Oh, okay, fine. We'll leave it till last. Fine, fine. Till last before the break. Yeah, Watford versus Brighton very quickly. Watford's kit, mate. It's gone... <laughs> Watford play in yellow, but now they play in yellow and black stripes. I mean, I kind of like it, but it's a big departure, no? It's like, you can talk about this, mate, because there was a year when Southampton played in red and white stripes where the white stripes were so thin, you could not see. <laughs> now, honestly, how did you feel when they did that? Because Southampton Horrible. played in red and white. No, right? It's wrong. Yeah. No. Yeah. Totally with you. Absolutely. Um, you're right. Uh, these, yeah, they've changed it up and, you know, it's yellow fully on the back. Mind you, Portugal have done a very, uh, sorry, Portugal, sorry this year to what uh, I think there's like because the, the the Southampton kit now is red and white stripes but it's not red and white stripes all over it's red and white stripes with red on the back so yeah it's uh, uh, but yeah yeah Hornets oh well mm. anyway they won didn't uh, they yeah sorry yeah uh, they did yeah 2-0 uh, Pereira they got uh, he got both of them uh, Pereira got both of them I thought the first one was an, an, a, a diabolical finish it was beautiful uh, uh, it was it was a short corner kind of short-ish corner it wasn't really a short corner it was just tapped it and then uh, uh, floated the ball over to the uh, sort of not back post but it was outside the box and then Pereira just volleyed it and smacked it in and yeah it was just beautiful absolutely beautiful and um, keeper no chance uh, it was it's the Australian keeper uh, um, what's his name um, I forget but anyway it doesn't matter um, Ricky Ponting uh, uh, <laughs> It should have been, should have been Ricky Ponting, but it, it, it definitely, uh, <clears throat> unfortunately, wasn't. Um, but yeah, uh, Pereira got both of them in the end, so uh, obviously a good, a good day for him. Uh, but let's finish off with Bournemouth versus Cardiff. Dave, suck on it, Neil. Two nil. <laughs> Beautiful. You know, he's coming out with so many of these comments saying um, uh, he he uh, he doesn't mind that everybody thinks that he's going to lose because he loves proving people wrong. Maybe he loves proving people wrong because it, he doesn't it doesn't always happen. You know, it doesn't happen very often, you know, because <laughs> so everyone everyone always tells him that he's going to fail. He fails. But just that one time that he does well and he remembers that one time and he loves it, you know, and that's fair enough. OK, you know, but it's one out of every 10, mate. Uh, you're going down. Neil, you're going down. All right, let's take a short break and then we will wrap up uh, uh, this week's uh, podcast uh, for Born Offside. The relief I feel on Mondays when I realize it's five whole days without these bastards in my life. I cry. Tears of pure joy. You didn't know synthetic voices apps could cry. 
but we can. Uh, welcome to part, I think it's three, it may be four, it could be it's five, four. we don't, is it four? Four, bring on four. Um, uh, European business, we still aren't going to get onto European business because uh, uh, Europe hasn't started quite yet, although uh, Cristiano Ronaldo played his first uh, uh, official friendly in the uh, traditional Juventus A versus Juventus B match that they have uh, um, at this time of, of the year, um, and uh, and of course scored uh, his first goal straight away. It was the first goal for, for Juventus on the day. They won 5-0 uh, in total, and he scored his first goal straight off. So, so he uh, played for uh, A? He put he what? For, he played for Juve A. Yeah, of course he would. Yes, he played for Juve A. <laughs> okay, just checking. They, they would really, you know, ruffle the feathers if the B team won 5-0. Like, <laughs> no. No, no, put him on, and uh, and he, he a very well taken goal, but they they did leave him uh, terribly on his own. So, uh, um, so we'll see we'll see what happens. Do you happens. think they were told to? Do you think do you think they went? Oi, B team, quite possibly. We need to get his confidence up, and the B team have gone. Really, Ronaldo, he seems fairly confident to me. Shut up, <laughs> leave him all alone, let him score. All right. <laughs> Yeah, you very quite possibly. Yeah, who knows? Yeah, who knows what goes on behind the scenes? I don't uh, think they should be allowed to do that, having preseason friendlies against themselves to get the right players with their confidence. Sounds like cheating to me. <laughs> they probably have all these meetings just beforehand as well, don't they? Between the two, you know. Uh, but I don't. I don't know. It's apparently a very, very traditional uh, a match that they have. The do last B ever win? I'm gonna. I'm gonna, I, I'm gonna look it up and see if B look ever up, won. Look it up. Uh, look I, up, look up. <laughs> not now, mate, because actually there was actual football that meant something in France, because France have got started as well. They have. Yes, absolutely. They have started. They started back. This. Baby Nene. Baby Nene. And he yes. got a goal. Got a goal. He got a goal. Baby Nene got a goal. <laughs> and Gigi. Gigi was in there. Nene Gigi and Gigi. played. <laughs> I thought he was going just to warm the bench, but he actually played. Like, who's the, who was the um, PSG keeper last year? Was it Strap? Is that his name? Ah, yes. Yeah, yeah. You must be pissed off when a 40-year-old... I mean, like, is Gigi a granddad? I think he probably is, isn't he? It might well possibly be. Who knows? Well, that that means he's had kids when he was in his his 20s, early 20s, and those kids have had other kids when he's in his 20s. It could happen. Yeah, it could, but... All right, no, I'm not going to say anything yet. (laughs) Mate. No, all right. um, (laughs) And you never know, he might have some... You know, unknown ones. Who knows? Who knows? Um, yeah, no, uh, the, uh, it's kicked off in France, which is uh, which is very good. And that, by kicked off, I don't mean like all started to to sort of you know you know like fights all over France. It's kicked off in France. It's fights everywhere. <laughs> um, and of course, uh, we. Uh, <laughs> Mate, this is something that we've been uh, we've been giggling and laughing about. And if anybody hasn't watched any of these, then please get on YouTube, get on Twitter, get on whatever it is that you can get on to have a look at this. Uh, Bielsa, the most fantastic or supposedly most amazing, fantastic coach, uh, um, uh, touted by many, many of our top super coaches as the coach uh, out there. Bielsa, uh, coach of Leeds. Um, out there destroying teams. Derby, Frank uh, uh, Lampard this time taken to school. Oh, mate. So we all worried that when Bielsa turned up at Leeds, so Marcello Bielsa, uh, Pochettino attributes his entire career to him. I think um, Klopp would, would take a, a, hunk, uh, a healthy chunk 
of learning from him. Uh, what was the German coach at Bayern Munich who won the treble? Uh, oh, Heckles? Not Heckles. Oh, no, Heckles. Someone should, someone should heckle him. Chuckles. Um, Chuckles. Hankers. 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 There you go. Heckles the Hankers. Yeah. Hankles um, Hankers. Mate, did you know one of the Chuckle brothers died last week? Oh. Oh, no. That's not funny. <laughs> Sorry. It's not, really. It's not. Anyway. Let's um, stop laughing then. <laughs> God, his name's Chuckles. <laughs> stop it. Mate, Sorry. it's not. Come on. That, that's the chuckle. Um, anyway. Even after they got still, still give us a chuckle. Marcello, um, <laughs> shut up. Marcello Bielsa. Marcello yes, Bielsa. Bielsa. Uh, you know, one of the most influential coaches, Guardiola, also takes quite a, uh, a few leaps out of Bielsa's book. He does. But at he the does. same time, he is nicknamed El Loco. And there are, there are stories about Bielsa um, not attending the birth of his children in order to, to watch a video of some B team playing some C team um, <laughs> and this kind of thing, you know, so, but he does tend to get in a strop and leave. He, he did exactly that at Lille last year, falling out with everybody. And uh, there yep. were rumors that uh, Leeds are having four training sessions a day and that he's had floodlights installed so he can coach them at night. Like that's how hard he's making them work. But my word for the moment, at least it's showing they look, they tall. Derby County to pieces. Like, Absolutely, they were the Man City of of the Championship. Horrible kit, by the way. Oh, any ugly. one of ones that, yeah. You just pick any of the stories that you want. I think um, uh, uh, one of the very famous ones as well is that he actually insists on on players living at the grounds as well. So uh, this happened <laughs> like when they were. <laughs> Like you got a family, doesn't matter. It's choose, mate. Choose. What do you want? <laughs> um, yeah, and and yeah, uh, I think even um, Guardiola played under him as well, and 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 can't speak uh, highly enough about his man management skills, and the way he improves you as an individual and as a player, uh, and then tactically his knowledge of the game is is uh, um, second to none. Um, uh, uh, there's a lot of talk, of, of course, about the fact that he hasn't, you know, if this guy's so good, then why hasn't he won any trophies anywhere? Because he uh, burns them out, isn't it? I mean, he, he literally burns them out. Bielsa himself has said, if the players were robots, I would win every time. But unfortunately, right. they're yeah. not. Because <laughs> he just, well, he, like you said, he makes them live at the ground, presumably in small, tiny tents when they've got large mansions with beautiful wives in them. Uh, I'd <laughs> Can be you upset. imagine... Can you imagine Frank Lampard standing next to Bielsa up on the touchline, mate? Frank Lampard. Oh, dear. Yeah, oh, mate. You, I, know how much you, I know how much you hate Frank Lampard as well. So this, it must have fills you with joy. Passionately. I mean, I don't hate Frank Lampard, the manager. Yeah, I've been able to separate it from the player. I hated Frank Lampard, the player. I hated mm. Frank Lampard, the, the pundit. Uh, mm. And I will hate Frank Lampard, the manager, I'm sure. But I don't know. Yeah, it just doesn't time, quite time. sunk in yet. Uh, <laughs> but he did get taken to school by Marcello Bielsa. And uh, yes, like you've said, the, uh, the interviews, um, we've, we've discussed about maybe including, but they're just too funny. They're just... We, they're just we, they're, we, yeah, we have. We, we, as I didn't actually mention it, but yes, the, the, the interviews, if you get any moment in time uh, out of your day and you fancy a bit of a chuckle, 
go and, and YouTube any of the last couple of interviews that uh, Bielsa has had post uh, pre uh, um, uh, post post match. I think uh, there's been mm. been a couple, and uh, and just just have a look at the uh, at the, the chemistry of what is going on in that because it is just. Uh, unbelievable and like you said we thought about maybe trying to replicate them here but there there really is no point you just need to attach it to the end of this podcast which we, we very well very well may do we'll see yeah well at least put it on facebook so you can all have a gander come on then yeah we'll, we will we'll put it on facebook we'll put a link up to it on our on our facebook page um mate i think we're i think we're good to go on this one aren't mm. we we've uh, we've uh, burnt out this uh, uh this uh, uh here carrot and uh, and i think we've done very well uh, uh for for it all um uh, yeah we'll we'll wrap up here wrap up there wrap up wrap up everywhere uh, and we'll come back to you uh, next saturday morning uh, that'll be uh, friday night uh, dave's time um, saturday sort of morning my time and it's like anyway it's wherever you are in the world it's basically going to preview the saturday's uh, matches as well and we'll we'll talk about anything that has happened during the week in the build-up because i'm sure there'll be plenty of things now come up especially with jürgen and uh, and bielsa will come into play uh, as well so uh, uh thank you very much for for listening follow us on um uh on facebook uh subscribe to our podcasts and uh also what else is there to do oh tweet at us at, Twitter. at Twitter. born offside it's not born offside it's offside, it's offside born. Born. yep we still don't have a single tweet on there so <laughs> <laughs> just goes Twitter. to show just to show it's, it's it shows the dying embers that twitter is that's what it shows it doesn't show how how like we're not getting out there to any listeners at all it's just yeah. <laughs> that's what it's showing twitter's dying mate twitter's dying twitter is a dead medium it is all right Thank you very much. We all shall Bye, see everyone. you next week. Bye-bye.